Ladies and gentlemen, by the band Saliva. I don't know if they ever went anywhere other than that song. Uh, that was a bit of a hit for them, and I don't know if they uh, ever had another one. But uh, hope you like that, and we are back. We've taken a bit of a break. We had to take some time off and uh, get our thoughts together and our, you know, our get our mojo back but now we're back and the store is open come on down to 612 dundas street london ontario and uh get all your mystical and spiritual needs and uh you can also go to where is that it's right there the mysticbookshop.ca you can order whatever you need and uh, we'll have it ready for you we'll send you an email and you can come on down and pick it up as those covid cases go up you might want to just do the uh, the curbside pickup. I don't know. But uh, we are still open, and you can come in 1 to 5 p.m. today. And, uh, yeah, so let's uh, let's take you through uh, some more tunes. And uh, I'm, like, I'm revved up. I'm excited about today. Let's, let's play some awesome music, and uh, let's get some people into this store. What do you need? We got it. Come on down. Here is... Add it up by the Violent Femmes. Enjoy. All right. David Bowie with 1984 from the Diamond Dogs album. That's uh, not a bad song. Um, So just so you know, um, we are streaming on uh, twitch.tv backslash mystic window media. And you can comment on anything there or talk with us there, put comments and blah, blah, blah. And I'm here and I'll react to you. Um, But now uh, I, I... got this idea where every time we do a podcast i'm going to create a blog post on the website and uh below that blog blog post there's a discus discussion thread so getting a discus account is really simple you can log into discus and you can comment on that blog post and uh, you can talk about what we're doing right now what we're talking about uh things like that so talk about anything you want mention anything you want criticize us constructively um praise us that's also always awesome um but uh, i'm also gonna have uh i'm gonna have some things i don't know if you know chuck klosterman he's a great author that i love but he's got these uh hypothetical cards where he asks random questions and uh and then you know he tells a story and then asks a random question and and it's a it's a test of character or something like that so i'm going to be reading some of those later on and uh i'm going to be reading those uh later on and if you want to uh if you want to like respond to those they're really interesting conversations they're really interesting questions and uh if you want to uh reply to those uh go to the blog post and uh get a discus thread and comment and i'll chat along with you on there as well i'm very busy i got i got eight hands always working other things like antonio carlos chauvin uh, but anyway so that's there um and uh in a little bit i'll be uh i'll be reading this this card the mind killer fears the mind killer are there any dune fans out there anyway there's a whole story here that i'm going to read and a question at the end and i want to know what you think 
And as the day progresses, I'll read a couple more of those. But this one is uh, particularly interesting. Uh, we're going to keep going with the tunes for now. I'll let, uh, I'll let people get prepared for that. Um, coming up right now is a cover of Fleetwood Mac's Gold Dust Woman by Hole, which was originally on the Crow City of Angels soundtrack, which was Crow 2. Of course, only the first Crow was good. But, uh, you know, this is from the Crow 2 soundtracks. This is Gold Dust Woman by Hole. That was uh, The Punk Singer by the Julie Ruin. Um, I recommend you look up the documentary, The Punk Singer. Um, it's, uh, it's about Bikini Kill, and it's uh, really good, and it's highly recommended. Got my mask on because there's customers in the store. You need a mask if you want to come on in. So uh, make sure you got one there. Those cases are, they're going up. So coming up, we have, what am I going to play next? Uh, we're going to go to Aerosmith, perhaps? Let's play a little Aerosmith. This is an old one before uh, Steven Tyler's voice kind of changed. You know how he sings a little bit differently than he used to? This one's called Mama Kin, and this is from uh, one of their older albums, and it's a, it's a good song. Enjoy. When you see, like, um, like some of their, uh, like, Freebird, that Freebird solo, that guitar, which is one of the greatest solos in the history of all music. Well, there's some specific reasons for this. Yeah. Okay. One of the more specific reasons is you had to build. It has a beginning, a middle, yeah. a crescendo, an end. There, there are specific names to yeah. this. Okay. Yeah. Um, when we moved to more channels in recording, when Leonard Skinner recorded all their early stuff, that was 8-track, and then you had to double up, or early Van Halen, same thing. You had to compile your tracks or whatever. Um, you had to really walk in with your solo written, okay, and play, and you would work it until it really had a thing, and in crescendos. Yeah. Okay. Once there were many tracks, guys would come in and just wing it and go, okay, let's try one. Okay, great, that's fine. Let's do it again. Track two. And they just make it up as they go, okay? And then when it's time to mix, they'll put a little of track two and a little of track six <laughs> and start moving those channels in a way that you would never think to play the guitar. For example, Ed started doing that on a couple of tracks, all right? Original solos, running with the devil. Okay, these are thematic solos. Most Beatles solos, thematic. You follow? Yeah. Listen to the solo and ain't talking about These are thematic solos. When it started going like this, he'd record six different versions of the solos. Okay, and then just start move the channel. Like here, turn this one on. Turn this one off. Turn this one on. Turn this. And then he'd have to go learn the solo. Wow. So you'll see his hand move from down here to up here and down there. <laughs> it became a gymnastic effort. More elbow and shoulder <laughs> to wow. get his hand from the far end of the fretboard all the way up to the pickup and back to duplicate that uh, wabasabi. Wow approach to making solos so it was a very oblique or unique kind of way of creating a solo 
It was utilizing the digital, digital future, multi-tracking, and uh, improvising. As opposed to, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to just, I'm going to create something like a book. Hmm. Here's the beginning. Here's the scene. Here are the characters. Here's the conflict. Instead, it's, let's just mix that all up together in interesting ways. The great Eddie Van Halen playing that fretboard. And now we have a live intergalactic coins. Coins is a mystery mixer who remixed a whole bunch of Beastie Boys songs and this is one of them. All right, that was the Alive Intergalactic Remix by Coins from the uh, Daft Science Remix album. It's an album by this person, Coins, and he remixed a whole bunch of Beastie Boys songs and... uh, I hate to say it, I kind of actually like his remixes of the songs a lot better than the Beastie Boys versions, but I do love the Beastie Boys. Um, So yeah, welcome to Through the Mystic Window. You're looking through it, you're looking through it the other way sometimes, Um, and we're going to be here till at least 5 o'clock, trying our best to entertain you and entice you into coming on down to the store to uh, buy mystic things but we're not just mystic stuff we got art we got books on growing marijuana perhaps we got uh you know how to forage and and things like that there's lots of stuff here so even if you're a little like ooh, like the mystic bookshop it's all witches and warlocks there come on down anyway come on down anyway because you're gonna find something that you like i guarantee it so earlier i was talking about how i have there's an author that i love Chuck Klosterman. I got his books right here. Um, And he's sort of a pop culture writer. He's written for Rolling Stone. He's written for a bunch of magazines. And uh, he's, I got a bunch of his books that have compiled his articles and he's written some novels. I highly recommend The Visible Man, which is a very interesting take on uh, the Invisible Man mythos, but it's called The Visible Man. Anyway, I highly recommend it. Several years ago, he put this uh, collection together called Hypotheticals, 50 Questions for Insane Conversations. And I thought they might be fun to uh, maybe read online and maybe if, uh, or read online, read on the show. And uh, hopefully, crossing fingers, we can get some people in the comments and reactions on Twitch. Or you can go to our website www.mysticbookshop.ca hit that blog section and you'll see the the most recent blog is uh zero nine twenty two twenty hashtag through the mystic window that's where you can comment on today's show and all the things we're talking about and i want to read this because i think this is an interesting question it's even got the word mystic in it and uh hopefully we can get some people to uh go to one of these two avenues through twitch.tv backslash mystic window media or to the to the blog section on our on our website and maybe uh people can say something about this so this card is called the mind killer um which always reminds me of dune because the famous line from dune is fears the mind killer but anyway i'm going to read this to you and ask the question and hopefully if there's anyone out there listening and anyone out there who can log into twitch or log into discus on our website and respond uh maybe we can get an interesting uh conversation going so uh let me read the mind killer to you you become friends with a charismatic spanish insurance salesman who claims to be a mystic 
At first you think he is just an interesting weirdo, but then a mutual acquaintance mysteriously dies in his sleep and your Spanish friend tells you, I killed that guy. I killed him with my mind. You find this disturbing and inappropriate, but you decide to let it go. Two weeks later, an unpopular local politician dies in his sleep. I killed that man too, says your Spanish friend. I'm not exactly sure why he's Spanish, but whatever. Uh, I killed that man too, says your Spanish friend. I killed him with my mind. This is annoying and tasteless, but once again, you let it go. The very next day, the Spanish insurance salesman calls you on the telephone and says, check the newspaper and see what I did with my mind. It's in the entertainment section. When you open the newspaper, you see an obituary for singer-songwriter Tori Amos. The article says she mysteriously died the night before. Technically, this proves nothing, but you nonetheless confront your Spanish friend and tell him that you've grown tired of all of this hypothetical mind-murdering and that you no longer want to be his friend. Don't you dare shut me out of your life, he says. You are my best friend. You must remain in my life. I'm not sure what I would do if you ever betrayed me. And the question is, do you remain friends with this possibly delusional, possibly dangerous Spaniard? You have no physical proof that he can actually kill people with his mind. What do you do? He claims to be a mystic. So if you can, go to twitch.tv backslash mysticwindowmedia and put a comment there and I'll, uh, I'll have a chat with you or go to www.mysticbookshop.ca, head to the blogs, look at the most recent one and you can comment on there as well. Hopefully we can get an interesting conversation going and if no one's listening, I'm just talking to myself and that's okay too. So uh, yeah, we're going to play a couple more tunes for you. I got an interesting one from Emerson, Lycan and Palmer coming up. Anyone who was ever in an arcade in the late 80s will know this song. This is the Peter Gunn theme by EOP. All right. That was the Peter Gunn theme by Emerson, Lake, and Palmer. And that was a theme from a TV show in the 60s called Peter Gunn, but that was a little before my time. Um, I recognize that. Like I said, if you spent any time in an arcade in the 80s or so, you would know that song because that was the theme song for the video game Spy Hunter. Do you remember that game? It was like a car. You were called the Interceptor. It was like a super souped-up car. And... Uh, you uh, you drove it through and you had to destroy your enemies. It was supposed to support um, the James Bond series of movies, um, but they could never get the licensing down properly, and uh, it just became Spy Hunter, and it turned into a video game. Um, good piece of music, though. Up next, we have another, in my opinion, interesting piece of music. Um, this is a song by Michael Jackson from his album blood on the dance floor which actually wasn't an, like it was now but it was an ep um it was a short album and uh it's probably i think one of his least known uh albums uh but there's some great songs on it um is it scary is amazing that'll be on our halloween playlist and he did a really great short film for it but here's a song by michael jackson called morphine Listen to this and tell me whether you think Michael Jackson was self-aware or not. I think he was. All right. Iggy Pop with the Passenger from the Lust for Life album produced by David Bowie in the Berlin era, mid to late 70s. 
coming up, we got uh, we got two political songs coming up. One is a song I'm betting you haven't heard before. This is a song called Old Man Trump, and it was written by Woody Guthrie way back in the day. Not about Donald Trump, but it was about Donald Trump's dad. Because Woody Guthrie actually tried to live in and rent an apartment in the tenements that Donald Trump's father owned. And he was appalled, appalled by the racism that, uh, that the, the management uh, orchestrated that tenement with. And so he wrote this song. And uh, the lyrics weren't discovered until after he died. And this is a recording by a supergroup put together called U.S. Elevator, which uh, one of the members is Tom Morello from Rage Against the Machine. But our first song is Old Man Trump about how racist Donald Trump's dad was. Does that really surprise you? I mean, it doesn't surprise me. I think that whole... Anyway, we won't get into it. And then after that, we have uh, a song called Politicians in My Eyes by a song called... or by a band called Death. And Death was one of the premier punk rock bands in New York City in the early 70s and really never got any credit because they were black. How many black punk bands do you know? Probably only a handful, but Death was one of the first ones. And even while the Ramones were breaking and other punk bands were breaking, no one gave Death any sort of heed because they didn't think black people liked punk music. But in recent years, death has become more acclaimed and, and, you know, like their album's been re-released and everything. So we got Old Man Trump by U.S. Elevator and then Politicians In My Eyes by Death. And then we're going to, we're going to, you know, charm it back up a little bit with the Spider-Man theme by the Ramones. So those are your next three songs. Stay tuned. And if you can, log into twitch.tv backslash mysticwindowmedia and comment in the section about the uh, that that question, the mind killer question I had, or go to www.mysticbookshop.ca. You can see our podcast there, and uh, go to the blogs and look up today's date backslash or hashtag through the mystic window, and uh, you can comment there as well. Um, it's a it's a discus uh, bulletin board system, so you'll have to log in and whatever but uh it's it's pretty simple it should be pretty simple let me know if you have any problems logging in and maybe we should change that system anyway here is old man trump by u.s elevator and then politicians in my eyes by death and uh, and then the spider-man theme by the ramones two punk bands back to back all right kiss with strutter uh does anyone remember the day? I mean, I don't really remember. I was I was really young, really young. So I don't I don't remember per se. But do you remember when uh, people thought Kiss was evil? They're an evil band, and like they needed to be banned, and like parents were freaking out about Kiss. Wow, how how times have changed. I mean, Kiss is like they are rock and roll, but they're like they're like. What did uh, Gene Simmons' son said it best? Uh, that their musical stylings are um, like a like a mix of rock and roll and disco, and they're like Kisco. Kiss is Kisco. Like they're not threatening or anything at all. But there was there was a time when when parents freaked out about them, which is totally weird. People used to freak out about Bart Simpson and Beavis and Butthead too. That's that's in my day, and it's kind of ridiculous. Look, look around the world's. 
the world's gotten a hell of a lot worse than those days. Speaking of which, the uh, one of the sad things that have happened in the last little while is the death of Ruth Bader Ginsburg, the notorious RBG. And uh, that's just going to lead to a whole clusterfuck of politics excuse my french but uh there's this weird like clip the other night where donald trump first found out that she had passed and he was leaving one of his big speeches and tiny dancer by elton john was playing in the background and for a brief moment he actually seemed like a human being it was really strange it was like this alternate reality out of a movie where where he seemed sad that she was gone and tiny dancer was playing in the background and it was just really bizarre but then of course by the next morning he was like we're going to replace her blah 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 they're completely hypocritical based on what happened with obama but anyway so this is going to be a a a uh, not a twofer, it's going to be a threefer for Ruth Bader Ginsburg. We got Tiny Dancer next, then we got Hellraiser by Motorhead, because goddamn, she was a Hellraiser. And then uh, hopefully for the next 60 days or so, we got We're Not Gonna Take It. So take a listen to these. This is all three of these are dedicated to Ruth Bader Ginsburg. May she. Shouldn't really say rest in peace because she was Jewish and rest in peace is a is a Catholic Christian sort of thing. Um, unfortunately, I'm not up on my Judaism, so I don't know what to say. But uh, you know, um, Yahweh bless her. And uh, this is for Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Twisted Sister, where we're not going to take it from their hit album "Stay Hungry." And coming up is a song that I've always loved, but the show Arrested Development kind of ruined it for me it was funny the way they used it but uh but it kind of lost its charm here's the final countdown by europe this is the magic trick huh illusion michael Mm. trick is something a whore does for money or cocaine Everybody likes John Williams, yes. Superman. We need a we need a hopeful Superman for today's day and age. Not some grim, dark, brooding Superman. We need a Superman that brings hope, peace, justice, and what used to be known as the American way to public life. If only there was a Superman in the world right now. All right, that was David Bowie with Alice Athena, and uh, here's a little here's a little story about that particular song. Bowie had done the album Let's Dance, which was a huge hit, which was a huge hit. But then he had two albums back to back where even Bowie said they were the most unsatisfactory song or albums of his career. There was, um, uh, man, I'm drawing a blank right now. What were those albums called? They weren't very good. Um, I still kind of enjoy them um, because I'm a big Bowie fan, but most people didn't. And and Bowie said that uh, uh, the two albums following Let's Let's Dance were him trying to replicate the success of Let's Dance. And those two albums were the only albums in his entire career that he tried to please someone other than himself. So in 1991, when he released the album Black Tie, White Noise, he was trying to get a little bit of uh, acclaim or esteem or respect back. 
and that song palace athena they released to dance clubs and when they originally released it and it said it was david bowie they wouldn't play it because they thought david bowie was kind of passe and not really cool anymore and people kind of made fun of him but um so then they remixed that song which is what you just heard and they re-released it to the clubs um saying that they didn't know who it was it was kind of disseminated out there without any artists attached and suddenly that became a huge club hit in the early 90s um and it just goes to show that sometimes uh it's uh public opinion that uh affects your career or whatever and uh not necessarily how good the song is because it, once they didn't think it was david bowie it became it became a huge hit i can't believe i can't remember those two album names i think it was tonight and uh wow i'm really disappointed in myself maybe i'm not the biggest david bowie fan in the world anyway we're going to keep that kind of era on track here and we're going to play some genesis and uh and then uh and then we're going to play some lee aaron do you remember lee aaron um she was kind of a uh hair metal rocker in the in the late 80s uh canadian songstress um really great voice really talented musician and i remember in the late 90s when swing was a thing um and i've i've always loved swing and i and i was so happy that it was like back and cool at the time and i used to go to a place called top of the senator in toronto i lived in toronto at the time and uh, you might remember the senator diner there well upstairs was top of the senator and uh it was swing club at the time and i remember going there once and i didn't know there was a live act playing but uh i went there and uh we were like it, it it was just a beautiful beautiful club it was all wood it was amazing this was back when you could smoke and it was like this jazz club that was the room was blue with cigarette smoke it was beautiful and this woman comes out and she starts singing these tort songs and i'm sitting through that first song thinking who is that who i know who that is and i had to go to the front lobby and pay attention to the poster advertising it and it was Lee Aaron, and she was uh, doing jazz songs at the time, and I believe to some degree she still is, and she's a great singer, and man, she rocked that room, and uh, we all danced to it. So we're going to play some Genesis, and then we're going to play uh, Hands On by Lee Aaron. Check it out. <laughs> I'm sorry, I was... Uh, uh, Gripping music, huh? Yeah, uh, that's, that's good, all right. What's the name of that orchestra? Pink Floyd. Who was that Pink Floyd? <laughs> Do I hear dogs? 
parking on that thing? I do. <laughs> Good, aren't they? <laughs> hey, here's a thing called pigs on the wing. <laughs> what does that sound like? I don't do requests. <laughs> well, just keep up the good work. Giving it all I got. So I see. All right, that was a little WKRP in Cincinnati footage there. Original footage with the actual music referring to the band names. If you get it on DVD or stream it nowadays, they've changed all the music and cut out all band references, so it's just not the same. But this is the song they were just playing in that original clip. This is Dogs by Pink Floyd from the Animals album. I've had the pleasure of... uh, seeing the cover of the album live check out the guitar solo in the song one of my favorites all right that's the watchmen with a remix of stereo from their slow motion album and uh coming up next is uh Typical of me, another David Bowie song. But the reason I'm playing this next David Bowie song is today is the 25th anniversary of one of my favorite movies of all time, uh, which is Seven. Seven came out 25 years ago today, and it cemented David Fincher in my heart as one of the best working directors there are at the moment. And uh, it's an incredible movie. I don't know if you remember it, but there's a specific scene in it during the sloth murder when the cop looks at what he thinks is a corpse on the bed and the corpse suddenly like jumps up and you know is all decaying and rotting and everything and it scared the crap out of everyone in that theater and uh i'll never forget that two women in the row in front of me started gagging and got up and left the theater and uh i remember in that moment i was like that's that's the power of film right there and i want to do that i want to scar people and i believe david David Fincher has a, uh, a quote that I've actually looked for on YouTube and I can't find it. So I don't know where I read it, but he said, only movies that scar your soul are movies that he's interested in. And I like that. That's a good one. So during the end credits of that movie, uh, another element of that movie that cemented how amazing it was in, in for me was uh, they had the David Bowie song, Heart's Filthy Lesson from his album, Number One Outside. So uh, this is the Heart's Filthy Lesson, and then there's another David Fincher song after that. Stay tuned to uh, figure out what that one is. Here's David Bowie. I want you to hit me as hard as you can. That is, This Is Your Life by the Dust Brothers featuring Tyler Durden. Technically, it's Brad Pitt, and it's just lines from the movie, but yeah, whatever. Um, So I just have, if anyone's listening, if... Anyone's listening out there on the streets of Dundas, I just want you to know, I want you to know this one little secret. If you have a TV in a shopping cart and you take it to all the, all the pawn shops around here, they're probably going to ask you where you got it. Because we're currently watching this TV going up and down the strip to all the pawn shops and they're walking out with that TV. So, Anyone uh, missing a TV? Anyone missing a TV? That was Mary, our proprietor. Hi, Mary. Um, if you're missing a TV, it might be going up and down Dundas right now with uh, a couple of folks taking it to the pawn shops, and the pawn shops are rejecting it, as they should. So good for you, pawn shops of Dundas. Um, 
But you know what else is on Dundas Street? Mary, what else is on Dundas Street? The Mystic Bookshop is on Dundas Street. <laughs> and uh, we're here at 612. So if you want to come down and get your uh, mystical needs, occult needs, get some interesting reading, get some incense, get some sage to, uh, to purify your environment, uh, we got it. So come on down and get it. And uh, we're open for at least another hour. And uh, so, yeah, you have uh, you have an hour of opportunity to come down and get your stuff or you can go to where is it right there? The mystic You can order stuff even after we close. You can order stuff and we'll have it ready for you within 20 minutes of opening the next day. So order your stuff and uh, hopefully we'll see you tomorrow. We're uh, we're waiting to hear from you. The next two tracks we have are spoken word tracks set to music. Do you like spoken word set to music? I do. I uh, I enjoy it quite a bit. So the next track is "You Are a House on Fire" by Listener. I uh, I pimp them quite a bit because I'm big fans of them. And then we have "Instant Replay" by Wanda Robinson. And take a listen to the Wanda Robinson track because her songs are very difficult to find. She only recorded songs for a couple years back in the 70s in New York City and she got incredibly pissed off that she wasn't getting fairly compensated for her music and uh, she did two albums and then quit and uh, to this day she teaches at New York University Um, she's incredibly talented incredibly awesome Um, I can't even find her complete albums I can only find uh, single solitary tracks so anyway Right now, You Are a House on Fire by Listener, and then Instant Replay by Wanda Robinson. Enjoy. All right, Wanda Robinson. And, uh, God, I just had something in my head that I was going to say, and I just draw a blank. I am a bad DJ. Um, yeah, I, I can't, I, I had it, and it was just gone. Don't you hate it when that happens? But it's worse when it happens live on a podcast on camera and uh the next song we're going to listen to is american witch by rob zombie from his educated horses album and uh we'll be back in a bit That was that was Anne from the hair salon next door. You should go there and get your haircut. That's where we get our haircut. Well, I don't. Rob Zombie with the American Witch. We were just talking about how like Rob Zombie and White Zombie, great tunes for the mystic. They're all about witches and warlocks and and sorcerers and and uh, ghosts and things like that. Quite often, it's about like evil versions of all these things, though. So we don't want you to get the wrong impression. Very mystic type music, but we don't do the evil stuff here. We just do the malevolent stuff here. No malevolent. We do evil? Oh, yeah. Okay. Mary's saying we do evil. So if you want to do evil, come on down to the Mystic Bookshop as well. If you don't want to do evil, don't be aff- don't be scared because we don't do strictly evil. We will cater to evil, um, but, but we try to stick with the malevolence. 
Um, so that was Rob Zombie with the American Witch from his album Educated Horses, which I think is a very underrated album in his discography. I think you should check it out if uh, if you're curious about his music. He gets he tends to get more and more and more self indulgent as the years go on, but uh, always entertaining and always fun. Um, we'd also like to give a big thanks to Anne over at the Mona Lisa Hair Salon right next to us. She took a delivery for us today, which is awfully nice. So, Mary, what kind of a delivery do we have? We got a lot of a lot of new books. We have books. We have mini cauldrons. Books. Mini cauldrons. Tarot decks. We're getting through it, though. Beautiful copy of the Egyptian Book of the Dead. Oh. Put this on screen. The, we got a beautiful copy, brand new, just in, the Egyptian Book of the Dead. Look at that. That's that's gorgeous. If you're interested in that, come on down. What yeah. do we got? Oh, we got a beautiful hardcover, Modern Richcraft Book of Tarot, your complete guide to understanding the tarot. That's uh, that's looking pretty sweet. That's that's a hardcover. That's pretty nice. Astrology uh, bestseller. Which Ooh, uh, on a, a bestseller in the astrology field. You were born for this astrology for radical self-acceptance. Look at oh, it's even got the, you know, the little um, I don't know what do you call this? Um, I don't know what you call it, metallic. but metallic. But that's a nice hardcover. This and we got a couple more. Bible. We got a couple more copies of the Witch's Bible. Now, These sell like hotcakes. This is always sealed. And I always wondered why, and it's because there's quite a bit of nudity inside. There, oh, I don't know if you heard that. These are sealed. The Witch's Bible is sealed because there's a heck of a lot of nudity in here. So uh, if you're looking for your Witch's Bible or you're looking for some porn, the it's Witch's Bible. I, I'm kidding. It's not porn. It's only people. It's, it's people doing magical rituals in the nude. People doing rituals in the nude. It's not sexy. It's not porn. My my brand of facetiousness is not always welcome. Um, and then we have the with. Tibetan Book of the Dead. This is always a hot seller. Um, people love that. Oh, so well, covered that. Um, so we got a whole new order in. Thanks, thanks to thanks to Anne at uh, the Mona Lisa Hair Salon next door. So if you need your hair done. If you need your hair did, I obviously don't need her services, unfortunately, but she's a lovely woman. You may see her sweeping out front sometimes. She's not a ghost. She's a real person. Um, but come down to the Mystic Bookshop to take a look at the new stock we got. And while you're here, after you're here, go next door to the Mona Lisa Hair Salon and get your hair done. She does men, women boys girl she'll do anything i'm sure um so come on down and speaking of of neighbors in the area wisdom tea shop next door they're taking orders and you can do pickup there they're amazing we love the wisdom um they're open saturday mornings they have like tea and crepes and they're amazing and just down the street I'm not pointing to the payday loans to hell with them because they're scavengers. But uh, just around the corner there, you can go to Dundas and Sons Brewery. Uh, they got great, great beer. Um, go talk to Bob Ross. That's right. The proprietor's name is Bob Ross. Not the Bob Ross. He's passed away, unfortunately. But we got Bob Ross down at Dundas and Sons Brewery. Um, we often get growlers from them and have a few drinks while we're here. Um, they're amazing. Oh, we got brand new cauldrons in too. Look at the look at the size of this cauldron. Look at this. Caesar pentagram. 
Look at this. There's a pentagram on it. Can you see that? Oh yeah, there you go. Let's that's that's beautiful. That is beautiful. Tons of new stuff in the store. So come on down. Come on down as fast as you can. We're open for another at least 45 minutes. 612 Dundas Street. We should be getting some of this on our website. We're going to try as soon as we can. www.mysticbookshop.ca. Give us a call at 519... What is it? 661-0666. And uh, come, come check out all the new stuff we have because it's... Uh, it's exciting. It's like Christmas when we get a delivery. So thanks to Anne for picking that up for us. And uh, we're going to move on to some new tunes. The first one, this is a this is a little bit of Canadian, Canadiana. Um, I don't know if you guys remember Edwin and the Pressure. I was never a huge fan of them, but I really like this song. This song's... Ugh. I stumbled over that word. I apologize. This song is called Super Honey. And this is Edwin and the Pressure. <laughs> Did you see that? Did you see that? Just go by. That was the TV. That was the TV I was talking about earlier. They're trying to hawk that TV. I hope you saw it. Hopefully they didn't hear me. All right. That was Smoking in the Boys Room by Motley Crue. That was originally recorded by Brownville Station in 1973, but that was covered by Motley Crue in 1989, I think, or something like that. It's a it's a great song. Good, good, good song. Um, even back when I was a kid, before I ever smoked, before I ever knew how bad smoking was, before anything, I loved that song. I was big into Motley Crue when I was way too young to be into Motley Crue. Um, I was introduced to them with Shout at the Devil, and uh, my parents were, my parents were just... They, they were not happy about me listening to that record, let me tell you. But you know what? The one album, and I'm... Maybe I can't. Nah, yeah. Um, the one album that my parents hated, hated the fact that I listened to, the one song that my mom was appalled by was not Motley Crue, which I loved before I was 10, not Twisted Sister, which I loved before I was 10. Judas Priest, any of these bands I loved before I was 10. The song my parents were appalled by was Huey Lewis and the News, and I Want a New Drug. And that is a situation. Remember the other day I was talking about I always listen to the chorus, and I never listen to the to the verses, and I and I recommend or dedicate songs without listening to the verses? That was a song that my parents, especially my mom, never listened to the verses. She just thought it was about wanting drugs, which it's not. It's about wanting to feel love and passion for somebody that is equal to the feeling drugs give you. Uh, but my mom didn't care. I went to a Sunrise Records in Conestoga Mall in Waterloo, and I bought that album. I can't even remember the ad. Was that sports? I think it was sports. Huey Lewis in the news and the album was sports. I bought it and my mom was dedicated to listening to that album before I was even able to, to take a lesson myself and she wanted to look at all the lyrics. And then she finally admitted that she was wrong. 
That, I think, is the only song I got a really hard time over. Possibly also Fade to Black by Metallica when it was in the news that some kid killed himself because of the lyrics to that song. But, you know, whatever. So here's I Want a New Drug by Huey Lewis and the News, followed by Classic Rock. We'll be with you in just a second. And here's uh, I Want a New Drug by Huey Lewis and the News. Cheers. All right, that was Nine Inch Nails with Came Back Haunted. And uh, if you like that song, I recommend going on YouTube and looking up the music video. It was directed by David Lynch. And in typical Lynchian fashion, it's uh, it's a weird one. Um, So we're going to be closing relatively soon, but not really. Technically, we close at five, but we're going to be here for a little bit. So uh, rush on down if you can, if you want to get new things. We have this this just came in you've all been asking for it people have been curious about it we got the llewellyn's witches calendar for 2021 we got several of these in if you want it come down and pick it up because once people find out it's here uh they're gonna go fast because people have been asking for them for like a month or two so pick one of those up come on down they are let's see what are they they are $20.99 for the Llewellyn's Witch's Calendar of 2021. And the next few tracks we have, uh, I'm going to call it, um, what do you call a collection of four? Mary, three is a trifecta. What's four? Uh, A a quadrilogy? I don't know. Um, We have a a feminist quadrilogy coming up. We got Juliet and the Licks coming up first. And by Juliet and the Licks, I mean Juliet Lewis, the actor. So check her out. I'm a big fan of her. She's amazing. I've seen her live in a small club, and it was the best show I've ever seen. Um, This song's awesome. Then we have Madonna. Yeah, yeah, we got Madonna, What It Feels Like for a Girl. This is my favorite song by her. Then we have Black Balloon by The Kills and Groove is in the Heart by D-Light. And uh, maybe we'll be around a little bit longer. Um, Actually, might even let's go a little further, and I'm going to throw in Tori Amos's cover of Happiness is a Warm Gun. So it's not even a quadrilogy or whatever. It's like five. A sankilogy, I don't know. But I might be back in between here. Um, But before we close up shop, I will let you know. I will be here to announce that. And, uh, yeah, so here's uh, here's here's my feminism playlist. Enjoy. kids of Elm Street don't know it yet, but something is coming to get them. There's something out there, isn't there? We just see cuts happen. What did that, Lieutenant? I don't know. What's the coroner got to say? It's in the jaw and puking since he saw it. They're gonna kill me for sure. Did you do it? There was somebody else there. He was locked in a room with a girl who went in alive and came out in a rubber bag. No one knows where it came from or who it will visit next. Nancy, there's something wrong with you. You're imagining things. Nightmare on Elm Street. Ah! Do you believe in the boogeyman? No. Whatever you do, don't fall asleep. No! 
she's the only one who can stop it. If she fails... I'm your boyfriend now, Nancy. No one will survive. Craven, director of The Hills Have Eyes, and Last House on the Left, a new masterpiece in fantasy terror, Nightmare on Elm Street. chapter. Jason is back. He moves like a shadow, dark and silent. Sorry, you change your mind? He never utters a word. He doesn't even seem to breathe. Where the hell's the corkscrew? He simply, mindlessly, mercilessly, Kills. But now, Jason's reign of terror is over. Friday the 13th, the final chapter. Jason's unlucky day. All right, welcome to Planet. Psychoholic Slag by White Zombie. And uh, that about wraps it up for us today. I hope you had a good time. I hope you uh, enjoyed the show. I hope you didn't mind my rambling or my gesticulations. That's a 25 cent word for the day. Um, We will be back tomorrow once again, 1 p.m. to 5 p.m., and uh, it'll be my pleasure to be here, and I hope you come on down to the store and check out what we have to offer. Um, And, uh, yeah, and we will be having an update very soon about our nightly shows. I know we said those were going to be starting, and they haven't yet. Um, things have been a little crazy around here, but, uh, we will, uh, we will have those up and running very soon. And, uh, that's it for me today. And I will see you tomorrow. Cheers.